And so it doesn't matter what happens to us in this world or what people think of us. I have been blessed with the um, understanding somehow that people's opinions just don't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. I don't matter. Nothing matters except God's bliss and God's presence. But one reason people's opinions don't matter is that they're usually wrong. <laughs> and when they're right, we should be grateful and listen. <clears throat> and so, from the very beginning, I have always, even as a child, I was very skeptical of reasoning. I used to use it for fun. I would give preposterous reasons for doing things that I knew nobody would believe. For example, I might have said, although I didn't, to my mother, because I wasn't very fond of spinach, that um, uh, spinach is the color of gangrene, after all. <laughs> and besides, it's bitter tasting, and you don't want me to be, grow up and become bitter, do you? And so I would come up with all these ridiculous reasons, but it all had a, a serious purpose which was to understand that reasoning cannot give you real truth. You can use reasoning any way you want. And although I used it for fun, I've seen so many people use reasoning to justify conclusions that are patently false. But so many people, having used their reasoning in that direction, <clears throat> end up believing it. And so I've always had this understanding that if my heart doesn't Concur, beware. When I read Master's book, there was a lot in that book that went against my reason. All those miracles, I really had to put them on a shelf. I couldn't face them. I mean, somebody living hundreds of years, somebody, I mean, on page eight, Lahiri Masha is materializing in a wheat field. It was just beyond all possible conceptualization <clears throat> from a rational point of view. But it so deeply touched my heart that I took the next bus to California and said, I'd said, met him and said, I want to be your disciple. And that decision has never wavered in my whole life. This is my 60th year of discipleship. <clears throat> but my heart knew. And over time, my reason caught up with me and I understood. But this is one of the basic lessons that I learned in my life that I want to share with people. Don't trust reasoning. It's a tricky tool. It can easily slip and cut you. So always look to see if your heart concurs. But the heart also can be completely wrong. And this also I learned. There was a time in India when I was feeling just a absolute filled with love and a, a freedom in my heart that was just thrilling. And I mentioned this to Ananda Ma, and she looked and she said, yes, but remember the heart's feeling, if you keep it centered there, it can go downward as well as upward. And I found that indeed it did, and I crashed. And then I realized that heart's feeling, you must always, what the emotions of the heart, they can mislead you terribly. And that it is only when you can raise that feeling. And so you have to direct that feeling upward to this point. And when you bring the heart and head together in a harmonious whole 
with the heart being directed toward reason, toward the head, only then can you be sure that your emotions are right. Otherwise, they too can greatly mislead you. And uh, so this is another thing. Let your heart's love, your devotion, always be interned. Let it not flow too much outward. This is something that was wonderful in um, Master's teaching, that he said, yes, bhakti is important, devotion is important, but always direct it inwardly. Otherwise, I remember somebody in India telling me recently that uh, he loved bhakti and he loved chanting, but he was a very worldly fellow. What's, what's this? You get all excited and sing all, even with tears to God, and then you go back and have your ham and eggs and start looking at all the things that you shouldn't look at. It's not enough to feel. It must be feeling directed in the right way. And when these two work together, and this is why men and women are drawn together and why they should learn from each other and learn the right lessons from each other. And unfortunately, often they learn the wrong lessons. But when they learn rightly, that harmony between feeling and reason can help them to find God. So women and men, all of you, try to appreciate the divine in each other. That's why they say in the Indian scriptures that the wife should look upon the husband not only as a man, but as God in that form. And the man should look upon his wife also as the Divine Mother. And each can bring the Divine out in the other, or help to bring it out, if he has that attitude. 